0: Welcome to the Pod, where our mission is to improve the productivity and profitability of the construction industry, our mantra is safer, faster, smarter, easier, and our measure of success is making a positive impact on your business, wherever you're listening from. My name's Adam, and part of my job at Prida is to look over the horizon and help our customers and their customers achieve long-term success. I don't have a crystal ball but I do have access to some of the industry's most respected experts in fabrication, building, design, and the cutting edge of research. I hope you enjoy these opportunities to step back from the day-to-day and explore the topics that will shape the future of building. On today's episode, I'm joined by Ravi Sanyal, CEO and Product Manager at Techmatics New Zealand, who's on a mission to save building inspectors and engineers from unsafe work in tight spaces the help of clever robotic technology, designed, developed and built in New Zealand. Once again, we're experimenting with a fairly unstructured episode. I encountered Ravi and Techmatics as co-sponsors of the recent Australian Institute of Building Surveillance Conference in Queensland, and was fascinated by the thought of what their robots could do to improve the building inspection process. Starting from that simple thought, this was an opportunity to follow my own curiosity and uncover the story as it emerged. I hope you enjoy my chat with Ravi. Hello, Ravi, and welcome to the Pride Pod. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was just on your website, which I think has the most fascinating introduction. It says robots for tactical operations and crawl space inspections, um, which are two things that uh, you know, for me coming from the, the building certifier angle, uh, are things I don't generally associate together. But you know, you guys have got some some really interesting technology to to help with that. So yeah, I mean, maybe just to start us off, can you tell us the story of, of how did this come to be? How did you come to be talking to building surveyors about robots?
1: Um, uh, if you like, I can just go back a little bit, give you a bit of background as to how we started. Yeah. yeah um, back in 2015, um, um, I had a property in Christchurch and in you know, New Zealand. Um, it, as you probably know, Christchurch was hit by uh, earthquakes. And so we needed to do some inspections um, on our subfloor. And we had this building inspector come in to inspect the subfloor. And he did did the inspection and he came out and he was talking to me. And he just made a comment. It was a passing comment. And he said, wouldn't it be nice to have some sort of robot that would do the inspection for us? So we don't need to crawl Mm -hmm. under these spaces. And that was it. That was literally it. (laughs) <laughs> I turned around and told him, "I'll make you one." And it
2: mm-hmm.
1: was a moment of pause, and we thought about it. And um, yeah, we actually a year, about six months later, we actually had a robot. We built it with a combination of people, and including myself, we built the robot. We delivered to him. That was 2016. That was the first robot ever built and uh, delivered to this customer was a building inspector Uh, name was uh, property check and crop based in Christchurch, uh, Darren Devani. And um, it's just from there, we just started experimenting really. And we said, okay, Mm -hmm. why don't we try this way? And the next suggestion was, why don't we have a website and see what happens? And literally. It was one yep. one thing that led to the next thing.
2: Hmm.
0: So that's a I mean that's a pretty quick um pass to market there from a conversation in twenty fifteen to a robot in twenty sixteen. Is that something that you you know you had the background in? You were confident that you could go and, and create this thing?
1: Um I had the the if I can say, if I had the vision, had uh, the idea mm-hmm. that from our initial conversation with this building inspector and what he wanted. Uh, we There was a lot of to and fro back and, you know, with him and what he was talking to me about. And he mentioned that, oh, this sort of equipment would be really well regarded in the building industry. And mm-hmm. uh, I did a bit of a market study and analysis as to how many people who would be building inspectors. There's quite a few. Um, and then I decided that, okay, if people need this thing, then why don't we make it better? And actually make it professional so it actually solves the problem Um, Mm. and um, and then um, we I happened to meet some good people along the way Mm -hmm. and who had specific skills in software engineering, electronics engineering um, and we just got together and uh, there was a lot of R&D of brainstorming R&D pulling out hair, I don't know, you call it everything you want. <laughs> yeah. And then we thought, OK, let's try it. Let's try it this way. And then initially we had problems uh, because you know you, you sold a unit to a building inspector for thousands of dollars um, and there was an expectation that the unit would work. Um, so mm-hmm. it was difficult to start with in the beginning. And uh, I thought, oh, this is too hard. We can't do it. Um, somehow some uh, we just persevered on and we never mm-hmm. gave up and, and um one thing led, led to the next and um we just basically came up um with with a, with a very you know good quality product and then it just went from strength to strength and then we decided to diversify into different areas of robotics early inspection
0: okay so the building industry was Sort of where you, where you started in the first use case for it. Yes,
1: yes. That's how it actually, the crawl spaces was a very important need that people had to crawl into underfloor um, spaces and roof spaces because, um, for example, a house is a million dollar house or even a $500,000, whatever house needs to have valid inspection to see what sort of damage is there or is there any or what sort of what is the condition of the mm-hmm. property. And for that, the building inspector physically has to go and check the piles, the roof spaces. So if you physically they, they physically have to go because there's nothing else, no other device that would do it for them yep. up until now. And then we decided, okay, this is, this is solving a problem for the building inspectors. And um, that's how we came to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so... Where are
0: you seeing this used most? Is it in um, structures that are under construction or you're dealing with structures that are already complete and you're trying to get into tight spaces or maybe is it a mix?
1: It's um, Our robots currently are used in old standing properties that need inspections in a very basic level that, you know, look, people, if they need to, building inspectors will go to a property and yes, as part of the checklist of things they need to do. They need to check the roof spaces and uh, subfloor. So that's where they're predominantly used. Uh, but with advancement in technology, we're also looking to uh, have them in new builds with the LiDAR scanning technology. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. uh, yeah, that's the future where we're heading to.
2: Hmm.
0: What's the leading curve like for, for a building surveyor that starts to incorporate this into their their methods. So is it, is it all up to them? They, they drive it, they control it. They can, um, is it a a sort of a new skill, I suppose, to learn, to inspect with a robot?
1: Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'll, I'll answer that question with an example. Sure. Yeah. Between a robot and a drone, for example, because building surveyors also use a drone, a drone, when you fly it, your hands are on the controller. Um, and basically, there's more chances of the drone hitting things and going out of control, maybe the gust of wind or
2: mm-hmm.
1: a few other things. Whereas a robot is on the ground. It's not going to go anywhere unless you press the joystick. Yep. So it's a lot more easier to control, mm-hmm. uh, if that makes sense. So I'm yeah. just giving you analysis. So in terms of learning, it's very easy. So it's there on the ground and you push the joystick, it goes. And um, basically that way, you know how it turns a few goes and the building inspector does all by himself. So yeah, the building inspector is completely in control, mm-hmm. um, about you know, using the robot. So it's the same goes for a drone. I suppose there'll be another tool on their toolbox.
0: Yeah. Well, as, um, a parent who's seen young children fly drones into trees, I can, um, I can, the, the Example makes a lot of sense to me <laughs> compared to a remote control yeah. car as an example. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, it's a bit more than a remote control car because
2: mm. of the
1: nature of the subfloor is very rough and can be quite hazardous. And um, you really need a unit that really goes very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's strong enough to go through the rubbles and yeah, um, wood and all that sort of Obstructions.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point, actually. So, I mean, what sort of conditions did you have to design for when you were developing the range?
1: Uh, When we were um, developing the robot, we figured that uh, all the examples, all the testing we did, uh, majority of the subfloor are quite hazardous Mm -hmm. because when they build a house, uh, they used to build a house, all the construction materials was just left on the subfloor. Yeah. And stones and wood and all sorts, uh dead cat, tell me about it it's all day, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not every time, but you see that mm. sometimes um, yep. um, so you have to have a unit that is really strong, robust, and actually works, and uh, you know you don't want it to get stuck every other day, and uh, you have problems that you have to crawl yourself to get it, yeah, yeah. And this so is all, answer your question there. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is all yeah. researched and, and developed and made in New Zealand? Oh, research developed. The software is made here. We make the electronics based in and made in New Zealand. Um the, the PCB is made in New Zealand. The design of the robot is made in New Zealand. Yeah.
0: And you're recently over in Australia. How how did that conversation go? Is the um similar demands and, and similar experience?
1: Yeah, very similar, because they also have to do their inspections. Um, But because we use a multitude of, we've got a few different types of robots now. Uh, So it just depends who am I speaking to. Mm. Whether it's a building inspector, he he or she will have a different need, like a normal Hades. Whether it's a vehicle inspector, under vehicle robots, we do that as well. Mm. We in fact supplied um, the robots to Biosecurity Australia. And okay. they used currently all, all over Australia in different ports to check uh, the vehicles that are coming into Australia.
0: So what was the feedback like from building surveyors in Australia at the recent event, was it something that they were uh, interested in adopting you know, right away or something maybe for the future? How are they feeling about it?
1: So the thing is, um, these building surveyors um, uh, are slightly different to uh, the building surveyors in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Because in in New Zealand, if you wanted to have a extension done on your house or change your house um, designs or something, you need to get permit from the council. Whereas in Australia, I understood that the building these building surveyors are the ones that took that and did it for the councils mm-hmm. and presented it to the council. So there are slightly different customer base. Um, and it's still kind of, um, if I can say, new territory for them and us as well. Um, but whoever has bought our robots, um, the Brisbane Council, for example, they just bought our robot and they've Never? been using it for about a year, year, year and a half and they love it. They gave us a five star review on Google, so that was good, excellent. Um, uh, and what, yeah. um,
0: what sort of applications are the council using it for?
1: Uh, they, um, I was actually just there at Morton Bay Council um, talking to the engineers, and they use it for um, uh, crawl space inspections quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And they use it for um, stormwater drain, I'm told, as well. So they use it quite a bit, yeah.
0: How does the robot kind of fit into the general inspection process? I guess, is it is it much the same as you know, historically an inspector would have to get in with a camera and, and try and take some, some pictures. Yeah. And um, now the robot just does that yeah. and slots into their normal process.
1: That's right, Yeah. So the robot basically does it for them. All they, they can take a video, they can take images, they can take the uh, use our split screen technology, which shows two images side by side.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One in thermal imaging, one in normal um, HD video. And they can use the controller to, you know, mark on the screen exactly where the fault is. So all this technology helps those building inspectors locate the fault, they don't need to go in. You can use the zoom camera to zoom in, zoom out. So it's like being there, you know, Mm. without being there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's quite a neat, uh, that's
0: quite a neat feature. So they can actually um, indicate on their, sort of the controlling device when they see a fault, they can mark it so they don't have to remember Later, what, what where will take exactly. the picture of, yeah, <laughs> where
1: it was, yeah. yeah, because actually they can talk on the controller so that it records your voice as well. All, All right. right, so when you're playing the video again, you can actually hear exactly which location where the fault was, as an example,
0: yeah, well, that's, a, mm. that's a
1: much richer,
0: uh, I guess, experience and, and source of feedback and a, a resource. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm harking back to my very first structural engineering job, which was accompanying an engineer around rock quarries in Victoria. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. and he would go around taking photos. And I was there madly trying to scrib- scribble notes in these very dusty quarries to try and remember what we were looking at and why and <laughs> yeah. and where it was. So it sounds like you've got a, a technological yeah. solution now that can capture that whole, just really capture that whole process.
1: So, yeah, that's that's where we're at. Yeah.
0: You mentioned, uh, I guess, some future technology, you know, incorporating LIDAR, as an example, what does the, the future look like for the next steps, the next evolutions of the robots?
1: Well, basically, um, I think it just depends on how the evolution on technology is going to happen. And it's happening already with the mm-hmm. availability of LiDAR technology and 2D, 3D scanning. Um, but not everybody needs that. Some people just go with. Yeah. The basic is I need to check this. I don't want to go in there. I want to get a robot to do it. Where can I find a really good quality robot at a good price that does the job for me? I think that's
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's where the demand would still be um, because you can't really put a drone in there, you see. It's too small. Yeah. Okay, okay. You're looking at about 300 mils, um, you know, a crawl space, which is quite tight. And uh, mm-hmm. so where a robot would nicely go and do the job for you, you don't need to really crawl through that, especially if it's a fairly big area. Imagine that yep. on a hot day in Brisbane with a King Brown passing you by. Who knows? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we've got some additional threats here in Australia that, um, yeah. that the New Zealand building surveys might not have to deal with.
1: Well, I was actually told this. There's a guy in um, Brisbane who bought a robot, an older guy, um, he's called Granite Build Inspections. And his mm-hmm. comment he bought it about a year and a half ago as well. And he, or two years ago, he said to me that he was inspecting a house and um, some years ago. And he literally had a King Brown pass him by while he was on the crawl space, crawling around, taking photos. He was just wow. frozen. He just said, I didn't move. Mm-hmm. And he just, as soon as the snake passed him by, he, was just, he bolted. It was a yep. pretty scary situation, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess that's
0: uh, fundamentally where the technology comes in is it can make the job a whole lot safer, yeah. which is uh, which is excellent.
1: It'll be, they can bite a robot, but uh, at least human is safer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, so
0: is there is there anything else that, um, that, that I've missed? Is there anything else that's, that's really interesting about this technology and these new processes that that you really wanted to cover today?
1: Um, we've diversified from building inspections, not only building inspections, but in the, in the, in the, in the technical side of things, uh, where we are designing, making new things like pole cameras, tactical robots. Um, and they're currently used by New Zealand police all over New Zealand mm. um, and, and Australia, uh, Australian police are using them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are just basically trying to make this robot uh, in its basic sense, but make it the best robot in that category. Because there are other people doing with loiders and things like that, but we don't want to jump ahead too fast where we haven't uh, you know, looked at our current product, which we want it to be the best. And it does a job for them. And uh, solves mm-hmm. the solves solves them from getting into those crawl spaces, really.
0: All right, we will. We'll, um, I mean, we'll have some notes uh, included with the the podcast and the show notes if ever anyone wants to go and check out the range um, and is interested in in having a look. So, thank you very much for for your time today and and telling us about uh, yeah the, the next evolution in in inspections and inspecting safely.
1: Sure thing. Thank you. That's
0: all for today's Pryda Pod. Check out the show notes if you'd like to know more about Techmatics, and if you have colleagues who would love to not have to crawl into any more roof or floor spaces, we'd really appreciate you sharing this conversation with them. Thanks for listening.